It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer. Welcome everybody back to the Believe in NXT podcast. Like always, as I wow, I just played on my damn intro. This is sad. This is so sad. I started the last. I ended the last podcast talking all that cash money about being consistent, and then I come out here and fumble the intro. The same intro I've been giving y'all for close to seventy episodes. But nonetheless, you should know what it is by now. You know the voice. You know what day it is. It's Wednesday. That means your podcast tag team champs are here to preview tonight's episode of NXT. My boy Cedric Welton is in the background laughing at me right now, but it's all good. I'm your host, Jacob Lawrence. Like I said, that is said over there. Mr. Welton, how are you doing with this second episode that we're giving these folks on this glorious Wednesday? Great. Doing great, man. We just gave y'all a bonus episode. We've kind of touched everything under the sun. WV, even some anniversary talk. And um, now we're here to talk the actual NXT preview for the week where we got two matches confirmed and an announcement. I got some some ideas on what the announcement could possibly be. Um, so you want to just hit them over the head with it? Oh, sure. Oh, before we do that. Also, we gonna give you that Believe in AEW. I know we've been teasing it, but we're going to yeah. give it to you. We just we like to tease you. We're going to give it to you. You're going to get a trailer this week where we're going to give you a little quick run through and talk about AEW. So that's coming. And then eventually you will get a full-fledged Believe in AEW show, web page, and everything. You might get that episode under the Believe in NXT banner, but just know it's coming. But yes, we are here to talk NXT, and we might as well go ahead and start with the major announcement by William Regal that will take place tonight. It was teased on Raw on Monday. Ah. <sighs> The floor is yours, Mr. Welton, because you have a hot take that is Kel Dansby levels. Is it really? I feel like there's some shit Kel would say, so you can take that how you want to take it. Wow, okay. Are you talking about the tag team thing? Yes. Yeah, I, you know what? I don't think it's that far-fetched. We haven't done anything with the tag teams in a while. I mean, I, 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 don't, I, mean, I did tell Jacob that off, offline that I think that they might strip Imperium with the tag teams, tag team titles. I mean, they've only defended them. I don't think they defended them at all. Once. Once. Rizango. Um, yeah, against Rizango. But, I mean, there's no competition. And there has to be some type of tournament here. There has to be some type of tournament because you got to do something with the tag team titles. Maybe they're going to force them to defend or vacate. Or maybe there's going to be a tournament to announce a number one contender. I know Jacob has his theories about the, the world title, North American title picture. I just think it has to have something to do with the tag team titles because they've been non-existent on <laughs> for multiple weeks of NXT program programming so maybe it is a little bit blasphemous to say strip because that would be completely unfair but life's not fair but <laughs> something has to happen with these damn tag team titles tomorrow i, I believe that's Rigo's announcement all right that that's fair that's kind of a fair ish thing but like i said before we started recording explain to me how how and what sense does it make to strip the tag team champions, because there is no tag team division. Yeah, that's not his fault either. That's not their fault, brother. So it's like you're going to take the titles off the champs because there's no division. There's no challengers. 
and you're just like, okay, we're just going to take the titles up off of them and just put them on ice. You're going to shudder the tag team division as if this was like MMA. And you're just like, you know what? I'm just going to just shudder it. It's like, nope, there's no need for this division. Like, please, like, come on. Put them NXT tag team titles in the alumni section until 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 the pandemic over. This man is so rude for that. Just saying, just saying, and it might it might have to. I mean, that's just wrong. Like, you just gonna put those belts? Just like, yeah, we'll just throw them. Just gonna throw them in the alumni section. Just gonna treat it like the European title. Yeah, we don't talk about the European title no more unless you're talking about D'Lo Brown. That is it. All praises to D'Lo Brown, who has to, without a doubt, have the world's strongest neck because, boy, that man was bobbing that thing. <laughs> D'Lo oh, walking man. down to the ring, bobbing that head. Non-stop. So, yeah. Also, D'Lo had a criminally underrated frog splash. Yeah, if you've uh, been paying attention to, to wrestling Twitter, a lot of people are already calling Montez Ford's frog splash the goat frog splash. Um, Eddie Guerrero and RVD would like to have a word. Right, that's true. Especially RVD, if we want to go, that is the goat because he changed in midair. Hmm. Mr. Van Dam. Tez, Tez is like getting him. some height on that thing, though. He's definitely yeah. getting some height. But I feel like the way RVD did his, like Tez kept his kind of tight to himself. RVD would literally splat himself out and then turn at the very last second. Tez turned early. And also it wasn't the distance. RVD would get height and distance. It's very true. But yeah, he might have the prettiest frog splash right now, him and Sasha. Because that one she gave Sunday was beautiful. That was. Man. But yes. So you're saying shutter the tag team division. I personally believe it will have something to do with the North American NXT title picture. Like I feel like Regal's gonna be like, look, we're gonna need you, Keith, to either make a decision. Winner takes all, or you pull double duty. Hmm. I feel like that's so hmm. Can they, why would they make him focus on one title unless you just don't want to mix up the storylines? That's it. Like, hey, because like I said, if you go winner take all, you do two things. One, you narrow realistically, realistically, you narrow your amount of challengers to a very slim amount because you're not going to sit here and tell me that uh, Damian Priest or Cameron Grimes is worthy of an NXT title shot. North America, sure. NXT title, no. And then two, you burn through challengers quickly. True. I know we talked about this. The 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 aspect of Keith Lee doing double duty would like it would his stock is already high. I, I think his stock would go even higher doing double duty. Yeah, that's that's fair. But it's just like. Also, why burn it out? 
because eventually he'll come up, eventually he'll lose to somebody off a casualty or maybe not even get pinned in some type of triple threat match or something for the North American title. All right, so this is, you know what? Cool. You want them to do double duty? Explain to me right now how I'm going to give you the floor. I'm going to let you rock with this. Him doing double duty at TakeOver SummerSlam weekend. Explain to me who's running the NXT title, which I'll assume and give it to you as cross, and who's challenging for the North American title. Floor is yours. Please let that make sense. I have no idea who's challenging for... So you're saying you're saying cross, which I think it's way too soon to pull the trigger on cross, but I think that's where they're going with it. If it's not going to be Gargano um, going for the North American title, it has to be Finn. It has to be Finn, just because Finn has already stated the claim of wanting that title. And I don't even think you could look at Keith Lee bad if he did lose to Finn. But there'd be a weird, it'd be kind of a weird thing for Keith Lee to lose a match and then win a match on the same night. Unless you want to play up the against all odds, I I overcame type of angle. So maybe, maybe you do a triple threat for the North American title with, with Lee, Finn, Johnny again, and Keith Lee doesn't take the pin there, but still loses the belt. And then successfully uh, defends the world title against Cross, which I don't know how you can do that when you successfully defend the world title because I think they're so huge on Cross and they might want to actually shoot Cross to the moon. I don't think it's time for that just yet because with Cross, you got to let it cook for a while. You got to have them get at odds, get in the rings a couple times before you really have the blow off. And there's a couple ways you can do that. Um, a lot of people aren't fans of dusty finishes, but I think you got to have a few dusty finishes between Cross and Keith Lee before you actually decide which guy you want to move forward with. Okay, explain the dusty finish. How do you get to it? <sighs> the dusty finish is hard, and I think the only way you get around it is because Cross actually has somebody ringside with him with Scarlet, so maybe she does something to get carry and disqualified or get the match thrown out. That's the only thing I can think of right now. Something of that nature happening. Some type of interference, which causes a, uh, causes the match to not finish. So you can keep moving forward uh, with them as the main feud. Again, I think it's way too soon at all to be pushing cross and having cross actually um, be the guy here to, to challenge for the title. But we, I think he's so red hot right now that they, they've they kind of booked themselves into a corner. Yeah, which is what I was going to say. You're right. It is absolutely too soon for this. However, the problem is we're here now. <laughs> it's like too too much for that, too late for that, buddy boy. We're here now. And you can't do nothing about it. Like We done broke the eggs. <laughs> we better make an omelet or cake or something. Which sucks because, like, you you want both guys, both characters to be as hot as they possibly can be. Yeah, so it's kind of like you're screwed because you hot shot across in. The only thing that I can hope is that Dykakovich is enough of a nuisance that it keeps Cross away from the title picture. 
interesting. Okay. Like Dykakovich just doesn't beat Cross this week or tonight, but stays so close. So close. And he just annoys the hell out of Cross. Just kind of pokes at him. And Cross is just like, look, I will end you. And then we get to that. We get a grudge match at TakeOver. So that way that frees up Keith Lee to run it back with Cole and go against Finn if he wants to pull double duty or whatever you want to do. Like you need a distraction, just like Finn was gunning for Cole and then we went on that side quest. You better pull that play right back out of the playbook. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So, speaking of Cross, Cross, Dykakovich, one-on-one, two big men bumping meat. We saw Dykakovich get Northern Lights on his dome, on the concrete. We heard you talk about how you were upset that it took Cross 45 minutes to try to get his collar undone. 45 seconds, 45 minutes. Took him way too long to get his collar. Not his tie, but his collar undone. So, floor is yours. Please tell me how this is not going to be a squash match. Man, that's tough. Because um, I can't see a way... I, I, I Actually, if they gave... I feel like they gave Bronson Reed a little bit of time. I think Dijakovic will have double that. I think there'll be a match of back and forth because I think this is going to be Dijakovic's swan song. I thought last week would be it against Keith Lee, but it was pretty much just a friendly competition. And this is going to be the thing. I, I, I look at this like uh, <laughs> like Rocky. What was that? Rocky. This is like Rocky Four. Is this Rocky Four? Rocky, Rocky through one of those. It's the Rocky where Apollo Creed, Apollo, uh, uh, Apollo Creed died. <laughs> if he dies, he dies. Yeah, it's that one. Because this is what's going to happen. Cross, it's going to be a back and forth match. They're going to have Dajakovic get some of his moves off just because he's he towers over Cross. Looks like they're, he, he's a bigger man. But Cross is going to hurt uh, Dijak so bad. This is going to be the last time we see him. And this is like... Keith Lee is going to want to come to the defense as this is one of his best competitors and best friends. And now Keith Lee just going to want the smoke because of that. That's what I see happening. And that's how they're going to write Dijakovic off of NXT. And we're holding out that he actually becomes a disciple for Seth Rollins because it just means he'll have uh, a heater in his, in his uh, discipleship. Is Dakakovich a heater? He can, he can be built that way. Yeah, I just feel like you need AOP. Like, boy, I don't think we realized how much AOP played a part until they were gone. But yeah, I actually, I think this might be a squash match. You might be right. It might be a little bit longer than Bronson Reed. But now that I actually said this out in the open where I was like, oh, Dijakovic can be enough of a nuisance to drag this out to take over. Maybe this is one of those matches because at some point we got to see Karrion Cross go longer than five minutes or nine minutes or whatever it was with Ciampa. And we got to see where it ain't just one-way traffic, where it ain't a glorified squash match and or a natural squash match. If Bronson Reed, he got a few licks in. That match took two minutes and like 15 seconds because we were just off on our prediction. But it's just like, damn, at some point, you got to see it happen, and I don't want that first match to be for a title where he has to go the distance. 
right, because right. if he's been just murking everybody, squash, 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 and then he goes for the title, it's like, cool. So this means one of two things. He's going to nerf Keith Lee, which does nobody any good, because as soon as Cross loses that belt, it's just like, oh, so Keith Lee wasn't that good, but let's just say Adam Cole gets the belt off of Cross, hypothetically in this scenario. So Keith Lee caught Cole. It was a fluke. You can make that argument. Or Gargano. So it's like, oh, so the little man can do it? Like you have all these arguments that fans and the IWC, the wrestling community, will look at him kind of basically insinuate. And then also, okay, let's say Cross nerfs everybody, runs into Keith Lee, and loses. Then what? You just had an unstoppable nerfing monster just take a L. You got to have them go the distance. Why not let it be Dakikovich? Why not Dakikovich be enough of a nuisance to get a takeover and then get decimated? Like the match goes a good 10, 15. You give me a hard hitting takeover style match. But at the end, Cross just decimates Dakikovich. And that is Dakikovich swan song. Swan song. Send them off like that. Okay. And since these phone lines are tapped, as you like to say, watch it play out. <laughs> so it means we're going to get a prolonged swan song for Dijakovic and it won't happen tomorrow night. And you heard it here first. That was Jacob. Just pre- that, that was the way he gave us confirmation with whoever his contact is at WWE. Oh, okay. All right. Look, man, if this plays out like this, I will buy a matching Cameron Grimes shirt for you. Like wow. me and you will be out here matching, looking like a true tag team. Wow. Right. You know what? I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I'm mean, okay with that. No I mean, complaints. Either way, you're going to have something to complain about because then you're going to be like, see, the line was tapped or see, the line was still tapped and your mans was like, nah, I ain't going to let you go out like that. Hey, man. That's just what it is. Cameron Grimes shirts for all. See, 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 yeah, see. But um, um, So you're picking... I don't even know why we started with that match. But... um. Well, we segue from Regal's announcement. You said tag team. I said it's got to be making Keith Lee either pull double duty or go winner takes all. And I hate the idea of winner takes all. So there we go. So that was one of the second. That was one of the matches that we have announced with Dijak and Cross. The other one is actually an intriguing one, and that's Killian Dane versus Dexter Loomis, which I don't even know if I can pick a victor in that match because I'm so high on Killian Dane, but they've obviously been pushing Loomis to the moon. It seems like, um, and this could be the tea leaves of Dane joining the Robert stone brand stone got him this match after seeing the, the Loomis drawing last week of him getting coffee spilled on him. I honestly, I, I think this is going to be a hard hitting match. I would hope that, Something happens where Dan can get a win, whether it be a distraction by Robert Stone uh, to Loomis. And then you have this angle where Loomis is just haunting the brand now, because I think they have to go a different direction. And we talked about a little bit about this, I think, on the first episode is that uh, Elephant in the Room is we don't know what they're doing with Velveteen Dream because they're probably letting those allegations die down or doing their thorough research into everything, especially when there's a lot of stuff going on with uh child trafficking that that good people are really trying to shed to the light um because we know last time they were trying to do a tag team and that's probably why another reason why the tag teams are on hold because they were trying to do loomis and dream as a tag team 
Now they can't do that. Um, I'm going to say Loomis wins. I'm going to say Loomis wins because I think they're they're higher on him than Dane right now. But it'll be refreshing to see Dane in action on on uh, on the card. And with that being said, um, that just means that what they're doing with Loomis and putting him over Dane, they could be carrying this feud out a little bit more or just playing at the angle that he does have a workman's background as well to go along with the creep mindset that is really carrying the character thus far. Now, with Dane, I think the cool thing about Killian Dane in this moment, because he's been backstage for a long time, He's kind of biding his moment. I think his last takeover card was with Jack as well as, sorry, was with Pete Dunn as well as Damian Priest for the title shot at Survivor Series. If we can get Dane and play with Robert Stonebrand, then they automatically become more credible and they have a monster and then there's no more picking on Robert Stone. And I think that can be one of the best directions you can go with a Killian Dane in today's day and age. Now, I know I picked Loomis, but if somehow Robert Stone kind of shows a way that he can be valuable in the match with Dexter Loomis tonight, then, and they, they have nothing else to do for Killian Dane. I, I think they should go the whole way and say, Hey, Killian Dane, Robert Stone brand has a home for you. We'll take care of you. And that's what they should be doing with him until they figure out what's going on with Velveteen dream. And then Loomis can kind of just lurk around that that whole aura and kind of just haunt the Robert Stone brand. All right. That's interesting. Um, you know what? Actually, that's not a bad idea because we've been saying Robert Stone needs to sign somebody from the men's division and Dexter Loomis is in no man's land. No part of his own doing because the man they were going to allegedly pair you with can't keep his dick out of minors, Instagram DMs. No other way to put it. Like you can play the statutory game all you want, but all I see is one big Law & Order SVU episode. Hey, 20 seasons running. Why not get a wrestling episode in there, right? But yeah, so I have Dane going over with some help from Robert Stone. Like you said, me and you are on the same page. So there you go. There's your prediction because, again, I'm the feds, apparently. So <laughs> That you are. See, I'm, I'm doing you a favor. See that? Because I could have said, nah, nah, Dexter Loomis wins. All I want, really, is violence. That's all I want in this match. So I, I picked Dexter Loomis. I, oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm picking against my heart because I want Killian Dane to win. But I'm picking Dexter Loomis just because I think they're higher on him as a character. I think the perfect thing would be is if they... You know, I was saying, I, was, I was think the perfect thing would be is if Robert Stone can show that he's some type of help ringside, maybe... Dane rocks them long term, but um, I don't know if they're going to put a win over on Loomis, man. I just, I just don't see it. They, they, they've showed me that they have no plan for uh, Killian Day this whole time he's been back. But they had a plan, and I think he may have got injured after takeover weekends. Because I don't think they really were just going to cool him off like that. I think he may have hit an injury bump. Kind of had to shake it off. So, 
okay. I, I heard you praising Dane and the Robert Stone brand. So I was like, okay, all right. I thought you were actually going to go with your heart, but now you're going to go for Loomis, which brings me to the point of what are you going to do with Loomis? Because we were clearly heading for the tag titles and we ain't seen Nan lick our mention of Velveteen since what? The week after the backlot brawl, like that following week. Nothing. He came out to make a save for Loomis that one time. And then that was it. Oh, and then it was the next week he had the promo with the photo getting dropped, the drawing getting dropped over his shoulder. And it's like, nah, I'm a solo act. Right. Yeah. So solo act yourself off of TV. And um, yeah, I guess we're going to slowly start to drift um, Loomis into the North American title picture. Slowly. I can see that. Worst things have happened. It wouldn't be a bad thing. It wouldn't be a bad thing at all. Um, if he's in that, in that, uh, kind of that space. I don't, I don't see him being a title holder, but I mean, it'd be a good way to kind of get the character off a little bit more. Yeah, definitely. And if anything, it just shows that, Hey, he's not just a sideshow. Like he's not just a character or an act. He is an actual viable option. To be used. Right. Exactly. Which again, so, you can never have too many hands to challenge for a mid-card title. And for a show that is wrestling heavy like NXT and only two hours, it's nice to have that revolving door of people. Like, oh, you get it this week, you're off next week. Mm-hmm. Right. So I don't know. So that'd be an interesting match in itself when it does happen. I think for filling out NXT. One thing for sure is we is the ending of last week's NXT where Dakota Kai uh, struck EO after successfully defending her title. We'll definitely get some fallout from that in which um, I, I believe we'll see Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez cut a promo about how Dakota is so deserving of a title match. She calls EO out. EO either might respond physically or there might be some promo work with EO underwater again. Something of that <laughs> yes. nature is going to happen. Um, Yes, that give me that promo. And Rhea Ripley won't be far behind. God damn it. I, I just see it because she did She did go out and say that she had her eyes very closely on the Tegan um, EO match on Twitter last week. I don't think she'll be far behind, but we'll definitely get some, some bounce around in the women's division, which might lead to a number one contenders match. Because as I mentioned that Rhea Ripley won't be far behind, Candice LeRae is also right there, fresh off a win in the street fight against Mia Yim. And has also staked her claim to wanting a shot at the title. So there'll probably be some movement and shaking shakers there. Um, if they don't disband the tag team division, um, maybe we'll get an Imperium promo. <laughs> if that's not William Regal's announcement, you know, maybe we'll get some promos there. Of course, we always got to take out the trash. We got Legato, Del Basura. And last week they cut a nice little... Um, Skyloft promo, drinking their alcohol, not even social distance or nothing like that. And we're probably been in quarantine together. Huh? You ain't got to socially distance when you've been in quarantine with each other. I'm saying I didn't see no mask either. Hey, man, look, if we've all been in the same bubble and we've all tested negative, that's the whole point of the bubble. So thus, we should not have to necessarily socially distance as much. It was setting a bad example for children. I'm just saying. Fair enough. I'm just saying. 
they're saying they were done with Drake Maverick, and I'm 100% sure they are not done with Drake Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know where Breezango falls in all this because we can really use them in the tag team title picture right now. But they, we can, I'm pretty sure we can expect to see them combating Legato del Fantasma more over the next few weeks. And then we're probably also going to get something with Lorcan and Timothy Thatcher because they're they're tying that feud up. And we don't know where Danny Birch is because they're not apparently they're not using them as a tag team right now either. So just just disband the tag team division, man. Yeah, Birch and Lorcan are a little occupied with uh, Timothy Thatcher because I'm sure the other one is going to get dragged into that feud in a moment. Like it's only a matter of time. Yeah. So I just had an epiphany. Okay. So remember why you kind of crucified me for this, but I mean, wouldn't this be the perfect time to have the New Day win the NXT Tag Titles? <sighs> you don't have tag teams. They just lost to Cesaro and Shinsuke. And I'm not saying it has to happen immediately, mm-hmm. but if they run it back with them a couple of times and it doesn't happen, and you really want to push Cesaro and Shinsuke for a while, why not? give NXT a challenger and have William Regal announce like, Hey, our greatest tag team, or you're going to be facing our longest reigning tag team champions in WWE. Okay. That would be one hell of a major announcement. That actually would be pretty nice too. Like I'm kind of here for an Imperium Kofi Big E match. Here's my one problem. So we just spent most of that last episode talking about the main rosters tag team division. You sending the New Day down to NXT, unless they're pulling double duty, you are basically cutting off your nose to spite your face. You are robbing Peter to pay Paul. And Charlotte pulled triple duty with the title, when, so I don't see why not. Yeah, but those divisions were deeper. Like you could, I'll be honest, and I'll say this right now. Have you missed Charlotte Flair since she's been gone? Have you noticed that Charlotte's been gone? That's tough. Exactly. Like, I, hey, no knocks to Charlotte Flair. She has been the most consistent hand, except when she decides to go get surgery, which, hey, no judgment. That's the only time she's been gone. It's when she's had her surgeries. And now she's taking some time off, taking a little surgery, get things taken care of, take a little extra time off. So, hey, she's deserved it. She's been the most consistent hand of the four horsewomen. She's been there day in, day out. But, hey, you know? She ain't been missed because the women's division is that deep and her being gone is like a black cloud that is no longer there. Like you looking out your window and you're like, oh, it's been a storm. And then they see, you know, the sun's out. And you're like, oh, okay, that's Charlotte. I was like, oh, the sun's out. Oh, there's Ruby Riot. There's Bianca Belair. Oh, there's Shayna Baszler. Oh, there's Naomi who deserves better. It shouldn't be getting laid out by Lacey Evans. <laughs> So it's just like, hey, it's just you're robbing Peter to pay Paul when Peter ain't got the money for you to go rob from him anyway, but you're still going to go do it. I like the idea, but it's just, and if you really do that, that really tells you how thin shit is. Because it's like, hey, yeah, so New Day, you're up. And it's like, okay. It's like, all right, cool. And then you look and you go, Punjabi Punishers, green as all can be. Uh, Brizongo, yeah, they somehow got themselves wrapped up with, with Legato de Fantasma and Drake Maverick. Oh, the other two 
on Legato de Fantasma. Wild and um, Mendoza. Ooh, yeah, three weeks in a row. That's who you should let challenge. Let them be a tag team and get busy. So, and then it's like Birch and Lorkin. Oh, you're playing um, badass with Thatcher. So, who else you got? You going to bring the Forgotten Sons down and rehab them? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think the problem with the tag team division now is that you tied, you had tag teams for like one day, and then you tied them all up everywhere else. And Imperium, you, you have Imperium here, and you put the belts on them, and they're actually a great tag team to do stuff with. And unless you want to do Undisputed versus Imperium, which nobody would complain about, you got to have another babyface team. You have Brizango helping out Maverick. You have Oni and uh, Danny tied up with Thatcher. Mm-hmm. You, you're not going to use Endu Share to that capacity. And they're probably on timeout just for spoiling, for one of them spoiling oh, the they thing. Definitely sitting a timeout, and Malcolm is definitely pissed off to the highest power of positivity. Yeah. You're not going to use the. Uh, you're not going to use the great value young bucks, even though I saw them on, <laughs> I saw them on, on 205 live. So they're, they're definitely a, a legit act now. You know what happened? And this speaks to MVP's, uh, his run. Now he actually has an entire stable. He was supposed to be managing Shane Thorne and Brendan Vink, like Brendan Vick. Um, why not put them back to NXT? Because they didn't really have a main roster run. They only had a couple matches. That could be somebody that you can repackage into the tag team division because you, you're not using them. Um, mm-hmm. I, I still like the idea of the New Day coming down because it's, it will boost ratings. Uh, will tell a greater story as well. I don't think it'll happen. But yeah, the tag team division, as we talk about literally every podcast, is like an ongoing issue, which is why I can't imagine anything other than William Regal's announcement being a tournament of some sort. Okay, cool. So we'll flesh this out a little bit before I go back to Dakota Kai and Io Shirai. If you do a tournament, where the hell are you going to get the damn teams from? And also, nobody, no tag team really wants to sign with WWE because you had the Revival, you had Rowan and Hopper, and you pissed away all of them, especially the Revival. And they, yep. they even said, we didn't have to hold the belts. We just didn't want to be doing this gimmicky-ass shit and then disappearing for three weeks, six weeks at a time. Yep. So, you've shown. You've had great tag teams over the course of, we'll say, since the 2000s. We'll say since 20, 2005, 2007, right around the time you got done completely with ECW and WCW, 2009, right in that range. You've had solid tag teams, but you've always underutilized for whatever reason. But you know what you should do? Screw it. Give me Imperium, Revival. No, I'm sorry. Imperium, Profits, and knock in Cesaro. Do a takeover weekend. Winner takes all. A unified WWE tag team champion until you can fix your damn tag division on all three brands. Treat that shit like the women's tag titles. Okay. No? Wouldn't that make sense? 
Yeah, it could. You you literally are shooting everything at either the PC or full cell. It's probably like a 30 to 45 minute drive, if that much. Why not? That allow you to build up some more tag teams. You can get Andrade and them going. You can get the Profits, and I'm sorry, the uh, Raiders going. You can get the Hurt Business, whatever tag team they're going to throw in there going. You get the Flippy Boys going. You can remember the Forgotten Sons if you need to. You can rehabilitate Lucha House Party. Hey, why not? It's all right there. And just have them travel across. Treat it like the, unit, the undisputed title back in the day. You got to do desperate things because you have no tag teams for whatever reason. Okay. Want to shake things up? Shake it up then. Because you ain't going to go sign. You ain't going to go sign no big tag team. Because you just really, oh, that's right. You just fired the Good Brothers for whatever reason. If you believe it was because of Heyman or you believe it was because of Vince and their contracts, whatever you want to believe, you got the good brothers up out of here and they were probably the best tag team on your roster that you didn't really use. So, just saying. Like, Impact has a pretty good tag team division. AEW has a pretty solid tag team division. But yet, you have nothing. Damn it, pair up um, Leon Ruff and the Steiner brother that took the towel and made it into a poncho. Why not? You got to have something. Damn. He's got to have bodies at this point. Imperium should be in action at least every two weeks. I don't care who they're beating up for jobbers. Like, come on. Something's got to give. Um, and you could probably start with giving Bronson Reed a tag team partner. I don't know who it'll be. Um, um, he could be hell, Leon Ruff. There you go. He saved Leon Ruff. You can do Leon Ruff, or you could do Kona, like I said, and do the Samoan Allen boys. Wow, I'm playing in the stereotypes. Go ahead. I said the magic word. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's all I want. Just, just fix a tag team division, or let's just. I mean, if you if you really want to do it, I mean. This is just an idea. You can just have one set of tag team titles for all three brands. Yeah, like I just said, just do it. You don't even have to do it permanently. You just literally do it temporarily. Like just an interim fix. And then by Survivor Series, you can sort this shit out, hopefully. It's what you would need. It's all you would need. Let's see. Now that we done got our feelings off about this tag team division, which, as you can't, if you can tell, we genuinely and passionately love tag team wrestling. Hmm? Like, love tag team wrestling. Because I am of the mindset that is from the old school of tag team wrestling will make you more money than one-on-one wrestling. You know why? Because four is better than two. Even if you miss on one, you still got three. That's simple. Like, more people, build it up. You can make more stars. You can make more money. You can push more merch. Case in point, the New Day, like, it's right there. It's right there. Oh, speaking of tag teams, hell, if you would have gave Matt Hardy creative control or sent them to NXT, you could have used the Hardy Boys if you needed to. That is so true. 
Like, damn. <laughs> just drop, they're just dropping the ball on all fronts when they had these all these tag teams, man. But I mean, things have to get better. They have to get better. I mean, you're almost at rock bottom. Yeah. It's only one way up. Let me only look one, at it's this. There's only one way to go now. Let me look at this roster. All right. I'm going to count NXT UK. So that should tell you off top how bad things are. You have your current champs are the Street Profits, Shinsuke and Cesaro, the Artist Collective. You have Imperium, and then you have Gallus holding the NXT UK titles. So that's one, two, that's four tag teams. Now, on Raw, you have the Authors of Pain, one half is injured, so they're out of the equation. Andrade and Angel as five tag teams. I guess you can go Theory and Buddy when Theory gets over the Rona, which we're assuming he has because we haven't seen him in forever. So that's six. Lashley and MVP are MVP and Shelton. Some combination from the Hurt Business. out. just throw them out there as a tag team. That's seven. You have Cedric and Ricochet, Team Flippy Shit. That's eight. You have the Viking Raiders, War Raiders, whatever they're called this week, the Viking Experience. That's nine. Hmm. There's nobody for Humberto to tag with. KO and doesn't need to be in the tag team. Randy Orton doesn't need a tag team. Our Truth doesn't need one. Ray is questionable. Samoa Joe is being a commentator right now. So boom, that's the Raw roster. So we're at nine tag teams, four of which are the champs. Slide to SmackDown. New Day. Bo Dallas does not have a partner. All right. That's cool. Elias is injured. We talked about Drew Gulak and Daniel Bryan on the prior episode. I'll throw them in there for the sake of the argument. That's 10. Lucha House Party. That's 11. Forgotten Son is 12. The Usos, one and a half is hurt. Not going to count them. Miz and Morrison is 13. <sighs> Heavy Machinery, because they're still both on the same show. That's 14. You have 14 tag teams. And about, of those 14, four champions, so that's 10. And of those 10, I believe I said three of them were like, you could put them together and call them a team. So you have about five legit tag teams across a roster that spans 100 people, give or take. And I'm pretty sure I'm lowballing on that number. Mm-hmm. Houston, we have a problem. And the only way I know to fix it is to consolidate and you allegedly just bought Evolve and hope you have some up-and-coming tag teams there and you can find a way to work them in. Because I'm trying to think if I've ever seen this tag division this bad. The Raw Tag Team title holds the prestige of the World Tag Team title? The WWE WWE Tag Team title. So since 2002, when that belt was introduced, Los Guerreros, 
Kurt Angle and He Who Shall, Shall Not Be Named, Edge and Ray, Benjamin Haas, American. Let's see, Eddie and Tajiri, Basham Brothers, Too Cool, Charlotte Haas and Rico, Dudley's, RVD and Mysterio, Eminem, Animal and Heidenreich. All right, that's a random man. Oh, that's right. That's when they tried to do the Road Warriors. Jericho and Big Show, DX had a run. But you, you've had a pretty solid run with these tag team titles. Like, you've had consistent enough up until the past few years. So, mm-hmm. it's, it's time. Consolidate, figure it out. Maybe you can bring back um, Darren Young and team him back up with Titus. Get the primetime players back. Do something. That'd be nice. Bring back Damian Sandow. Like, we'll, we'll figure something out here, guys. I, I think this is the only thing they don't listen to you on is uh, fixing the tag team division. Well, because apparently they don't care, but yet Triple H does, so I don't know. I, I don't get it. I don't get it either. Yeah, it, it's it's a mess. Now, that's enough about the tag team division. Before we get out of here, let's go ahead and double back to uh, the kick herd around the world. So you mentioned EO and Dakota Kai and how Dakota's probably going to come out, talk or talk. Yeah, I need Rhea Ripley to stay the hell away. Like, there's no reason. Stay the hell away. No, that's not going to happen. Better stay away, from, at, least, at least through this takeover, man. At least through this one. Like, you had your run back. Like, you give it up. Like, at least through this one. Because I really want Kai and EO to be a lengthy feud. And let them get busy. Because I like the added outside bit of Big Mama Cool. Makes EO have to be a little more cautious and look over his shoulder. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay, all right, gotta be aware of this one. And it gives legs because Dakota could lose and be like, nah, nah, it's because of this, because of that. You can you can flesh this out. This this is a good feud. You're right, Candace LeRae is waiting in the wings. And I feel like can they they're saving Candace because you were highly upset when Candace LeRae did not win the fatal four-way. Because you felt like she made all the sense in the world. And it does, but Wouldn't that make more sense, considering how Tiga Knotts played out, for that to be a Survivor Series weekend feud? And you got the whole build of September, October, and most of November? Let that cook for three months? EO and Candace? You got all that history? Yeah, I mean, they could, they could play up on the history angle because Io Shirai has to have a pretty lengthy title reign. Pretty lengthy title reign to claim like, hey, this is my NXT, which is why I'm I'm there with you on, hey, we were really taking a backseat for a while because that's going to be like their big money feud whenever it happens. But they can really get some shelf life out of LeRae, Um I look at Kai like somebody who they really want to have state state her claim to the division and get some work there too. So they they have some ways they can go. But I think for this next upcoming weekend, unless they do a 
number one contenders match. I, I think they should just go ahead and go with Kai for the next takeover um, for SummerSlam weekend. Yeah, I mean, literally, it is a Chuck Taylor to the face, like out of nowhere and standing over. I, I don't think we really need to have number one contender. Yeah, like you, you called your shot. Like, and sometimes all you need is to do is just call your shot. Yeah, and that was my whole argument with Dakakovich. Like, just come out and just call your shot. Ain't nothing calling your shot more than just putting your foot right to somebody's face. So if it's Kai, if if we go the next couple months with, or next month and a half, whatever, with Kai, then LeRae gets a shot, and you just play off that for a while before end of the year. Um, then you start up the Ripley again, then that's, I'm fine with that. <sighs> yeah, I just, like, keep Rhea Ripley away until Survivor Series at the earliest, and even then, still keep her away. Like, if you bring her in, she doesn't deserve a one-on-one. That's fair. I think. I think that's fair. Like, that's it. Like, no one-on-one. If you want this, you better get in a triple threat. Better get in however you can fit in. Which very well can be a number one contenders match if they if they do something like that. Yeah, if they do that, then Big Mama Cool just got to lay everybody out because your partner came through a called her shot with authority. Like, you can't waste that. Oh yeah, if you know what? If they if they were to do something like that and Raquel Gonzalez was the one that impeded on Rhea Ripley, I don't know if Gonzalez is ready for that type of action in the ring yet. If they if she's still a little bit too green in the ring for Gonzalez versus Ripley feud, but that's another way you can keep Ripley away. Please do that for some time. Please do that. Matt, you know what? You just booked it perfectly. All right, so cool. Three months is a long time to stretch out a feud over TV with how to pay-per-view. So this is what we do. Kai, EO, SummerSlam. SummerSlam weekend, that takeover. Cool. Kota Kai has the match won. But for whatever reason, Rhea Ripley feels the need to walk her self down to the ring. And Big Mama Cool sees her. And Kai's like, hey, hey, go take care of that. So Big Mama Cool cuts her off. Dakota Kai turns around, gets laid out by EO, one, two, three. Kai and Ripley get into a brawl. You have two separate feuds, and we're off and running. You give Kai and EO another month, month and a half. You get that out of here finally, and then you insert Candace, and then you let Kai double back around and take care of her business with Rhea after the heater either took the L or is still handling it. Yeah, it's long-term booking right there. And you achieve everything you want to achieve. You build up the credit, you build up challengers as credible. Uh, you get new people to, to actually fight for the women's title one-on-one. And then you still have your secondary feuds coming on at the same time. Exactly. And if you want to take things to the next level, then you just turn Tegan Ox Hill and reunite Team Kick. And if that happens, I'm going to be sick. <laughs> Real sick. If that Why? Because I called it? Just because it doesn't have to be 
I, I, I guess it has to be Tegan Knox, but I mean, just, just, it just doesn't need to happen. Uh, the, the way, the way they show Tegan Knox getting beat up like that for months, just to go align yourself. This is lame to me. Well, you know, defeat makes you do weird things. Ask Gargano. Not going on that rabbit hole because I was very critical of that. I was agreeing very with critical. you. I was giving you praise and agreeing with you there. You're saying it, still, it doesn't make sense to this day. <laughs> Till this day. Cue the Dante Water gift. <laughs> so, before we get out of here, real quick, likelihood that we see the Prince because Velveteen is gone until they figure out what he's doing with DMs and more so until we get out of this Me Too speaking out climate. Or actually, we're never going to get out of it because it's not just a trendy thing. It's actually a movement. It's not just a moment. And these things are necessary, but I feel like they're not going to bring him back until the heat dies down a little bit. Right. Which is why Devlin's been relatively quiet. Mm-hmm. So. Ben, 30%. Uh, he just put out a tweet a little while ago saying that he actually – has spent his time in quarantine um, yeah, watching all that. 180 episodes of Seinfeld. So That's a waste maybe of time. he's set to appear. Maybe, maybe he's set to make an appearance after um, isolating himself for a while, but I'll put that at 30%. And the fact that it might be a promo instead of him actually being physically there. Okay. So I'm... Sp- all right, so that's my that's my main one. Next question is, UE, we still giving them a little bit more time off? Give them all the time they need. Give them all the time they need until we can figure out what they're going to do as a group. And this also includes Kyle O'Reilly, because no, O'Reilly ain't been on programming, like actual, actually at the PC, um, I think since all this went down. Um, yeah, I don't need to see the UE this week. It would be nice, but coming off that loss after being the longest reigning uh, NXT champion, like you, could, you can let Cole chill for a bit until he makes like a big return. Yeah, like let Cole ruin Cross and um, what you call it, Cross and Keith Lee. Like, let that happen. Yeah, like your plan is to have. Uh, if your big plan is to have Cole stay with NXT, then you need to keep him off programming for a little while. Keep the whole UE off for a little while so, can, so we can miss them as a group a little bit. Because if you're not going to have them call up and jump Drew McIntyre, then whatever. Just, just leave them off TV. Let us forget about them a little bit before they make a big return. Exactly. Like, that's it. You either go with the perfect call back and have them lay out Drew. Are you go with my theory for SmackDown if you can get Braun and the Fiend the hell away from the title picture? Or you just leave them in NXT and treat NXT like a legit third brand and add some star power and maybe shift around a Kevin Owens or somebody else to kind of booster it some more. Right. So yeah, that's it. You got three choices with UE. And the safe bet is to keep them in NXT. Yeah, safe bet. And just let them chill a little bit more. Have a deeper division that way. If anything, give them the tag belts, hell. That's what you do. You throw them back in there with Imperial. Like, screw it. When in doubt, break class. Roddy, Bobby, you're up. 
saying that's the feud that's that's the feud that keeps on giving at Imperium versus UE. Yeah, yeah. Hey. We drag that out, we can get them in war games if everything's all good and dandy, which probably won't be, but you know. There we go. There we go, guys. See, come to the Believe in NXT podcast. Listen to me on my tap line, give you everything. Take says ideas and spit them out my mouth so that way they come true. But book us. Hey, we are here. You know what? Somebody should give us a podcast where we literally take a roster and we fantasy book up to the big four. Like, we only have to do it on a regular basis. Just like once a month. Actually, about, about two month podcasts. We'll come through. We'll book up to WrestleMania. We'll book up to SummerSlam. We'll book up to Survivor Series. We'll book up to the Rumble. I would like Listen that. to us. We dope. make sense here, guys. We make sense. So believe, listening to this, there's another podcast that we just gave you. We're the podcast tag team champs, baby. We do nothing but content. We create content. We are your content champions. We're the kings around here. Hardest working man in showbiz. Yes. You can't teach that. Exactly. So there you go. This has been your preview for NXT tonight, where we actually talked NXT. I like that bonus episode that we gave you guys by accident, but we're always giving. So there you go. You're welcome. My birthday gift to you. Birthday was just passed, and I was like, you know, I'll feel so generous. I'm going to give you guys something. So there you go. So yes, check this out. We will be back with your Saturday morning audio dope to recap everything, including Killian Dame and Dexter Lewis, hopefully killing each other. Cross and Dykakovich also hopefully doing the same and figuring out exactly how major Regal's announcement really was. And more so, will Regal even be in full sellers? He's still, hell, I don't know, in the UK. Where, where, where the hell is Regal? Has anybody said where he's been? I have no idea. Like, is he in the UK? Did he go back home or is he still in Orlando? But because of his age, they just want to play things safe? I think Cause, so. Because if y'all get Regal sick, our lawyer, for God forbid, you kill this man because of quarantine and COVID. I might, I might stop watching the product. I might do it. Yeah, you gotta be careful with these guys. There's no reason that Ric Flair should have been on TV as much uh, as he was. There's no reason I should see Jr. every week on AEW. And Especially it's not like he's staying in Jacks. Especially I think when you have the champion. Yeah, on, on the mic, you just know it's no need. And Excalibur and Shivani. I got love JR. I love Jim Ross. Voice of the childhood. Voice of wrestling also. It's just like, yeah. And the fact is, JR, like he tweets, he's like, oh no, I'm heading back to Norman. I come back through, I spend a day or two in Jackson, then I go back to Norman. He's like, I'm in the process of buying a house here or a condo. And it's like, dude, you are 70 years old, give or take. You've had multiple battles. Do better. The only only sporting organization that has figured out COVID is the NBA. And be honest, they had a rocky start with it. I say the UFC has it figured out the best. That's fair. That's fair. Even though they got a couple cases that pop, which had some fights get canceled. or It's expected when you can't put everybody in a bubble. Yeah. So yeah, this has been the Believe in NXT podcast. I'm Jacob. That is said, 
We are so nice and came through with two for on a Wednesday for you, two for one special because we're the people's. But we're here for you, people. We're here for you. So yes, Saturday morning, audio dope. We will be coming through with hot takes and everything because I feel like eh, one of us ain't gonna be happy after tonight. That's usually the consensus. It's <laughs> usually the consensus. And also, you guys will begin an AEW trailer coming your way first part of next week. So have no fear. Anything we say we're going to give you guys, we're going to give you. And that includes us using the Twitter account. Yeah. 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 You know what? I vowed to use the Twitter account tomorrow. Okay. There you go. You know what? There, there, there it is. I will live tweet from the Believe in NXT uh, Twitter because my other Wednesday engagement is now um, not happening. So we can make that happen. There you go. So yeah, you hear the outro music playing. It's time for us to go home. Thank you for listening to the Believe in XD podcast. We will be back with your Saturday morning audio dope like always. Stay healthy. Wear your damn mask. <laughs>